Welcome to the Virtual Antics Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs streamline their business to six figures and beyond. These short, sweet, and info-packed episodes will inspire, educate, and leave you feeling motivated to take one more step forward in your business. So put down your never-ending to-do list, because in this podcast, we are interviewing the best of the best in the entrepreneurial world as they spill their secrets to success. This podcast is sponsored by Nandora, the all-in-one software for entrepreneurs to grow their business with unlimited landing pages, automations, emails and text campaigns, and so much more. I'm your host, Natalie Guzman. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to the Virtual Antics Podcast. As always, I am your host, Natalie Guzman, and today I am so excited. I have the amazing Phoebe with me. Her story is absolutely incredible. She is a successful and heart-centered entrepreneur based in Vancouver, Canada. She is passionate about helping others discover their joy. In both her athletic and professional careers, Phoebe's personal success has been a testament that anything is possible with hard work dedication, and a team center approach. Welcome, Beauty. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Hey, I'm so excited you're here. Now, we briefly mentioned it in your bio that you have an athletics background. So you can tell us a little about that and how that kind of brought you into the entrepreneur you are now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I started playing soccer when I was about five years old. My older brother played. So I was kind of a little sister that got tagged along to his practices and games. And so I was like, I want to play too. And I first started off on an all boys team, not really sure if it was supposed to be co-ed and I just ended up being the only little girl or if it was a boys team and I ended up on it. But yeah, I started off playing there, fell in love with the sport. And then eventually I got on a girls team and just continued to play right through university as well as play professional. And so it's been an amazing journey. I've learned so many life skills on the soccer field that have just transferred so well as an entrepreneur and just life lessons, if you will. And a lot of the life lessons that I learned were actually in the top, you know, I've had an incredible career with a lot of national championships and personal accolades. And I I always say the only reason I was able to have those incredible highs were because of the lows as well, too, that I pushed through and and kept going. That's amazing. So what do you do now as an entrepreneur? Yeah, as an entrepreneur, I kind of wear a few different hats. I actually do still involved in the game of soccer. And so I oversee a program for children under four to under seven. So that is, uh, I absolutely love it. It's a great foundation for those younger players looking, you know, at just learning the sport of soccer. And then what I also do is I have an online business that I've run now for the last 17 years, and then just recently published a book, uh, Ever Quit on a Bad Day in, in July. So the lots of different hats, which I just love. I heard this term the other day called a multipreneur. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess that. That would be what I would fall under. <laughs> yep. A serial entrepreneur is another name for it. That's usually yeah. what I go by. It's I feel like once you start one business, you are addicted and you just have to keep creating more. So. Absolutely. Because I think entrepreneurs naturally, we like to create, but we also like to continue to learn and grow. And when you start to you learn and grow in one area, then it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I want to keep learning and growing. So this makes sense. Let's, let's learn and grow in this area as well, too. Exactly. But I think the hardest part is like harnessing it. Right. So I have entrepreneurs, like a lot of our clients, we have, they have like seven business ideas and they want to do them all now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to focus one direction. Let's get it. And then we'll go to the next one. Oh man. Cause it's, it's addicting. I think it really is. And there's just so many cool things about it. So you said a little bit about your book. Can you expand more about your book and uh, what it is about? Cause the title is really interesting. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So Never Quit on a Bad Day, Inspiring Stories of Resilience. So I launched it in July and it's a book of short stories. So one of the things that I realized uh, last year, I had an incredible honor. I was inducted into the Coquitlam Sports Hall of Fame. And in that we had an interview process and the interviewer asked me about, you know, what is sport giving me? And I shared all the, you know, the different things we've talked about. And I really, what I emphasize though, is that the only reason I was able to have those highs are because of the lows. And one of the things I realized as an entrepreneur, as an athlete, just a person in general so many times we look at people and we see their successes and their highlights and oh my gosh that's amazing and but however we don't really know the story behind the story we don't often talk about the tough stuff that they had to endure and push through and you know grow through to get to where they are and so never quit on a bad day is really a book about those short stories so um this first one in the series is featuring stories from thriving entrepreneurs that being said it really is for anyone who's ever had a dream a goal and have felt a bit of a setback or they felt discouraged or disappointed because it shares kind of the story behind the story as well. There's a section called Reflections on Resilience, which is kind of a workbook page for the reader to kind of go through some of their um, their own journey. Because one of the things that I truly believe we're all very resilient is just oftentimes we're, when we're in those tough situations, we don't remember how resilient we are because, you know, we're just fetching this, you know, and the, the saying never quit on a bad day is because oftentimes when we do quit something, it's because we're having a bad day. We're frustrated. We're disappointed. You know, we're fed up. And that's typically when we quit, when if we can push through that to get to the other side that's where that growth happens that's where that greatness happens and then if you are going to quit something or transition to something else do it from a place of a positive emotion a place of peace where you know you're really doing it because it's the right time it's the right decision versus doing it from a place of negative emotion so never quit on a bad day really is a book of encouragement of strategies suggestions tips and uh, to help a person on their own journey too I love that because you know in hindsight quitting is the easy route out sometimes, right? Because we're able to block our emotions, block our thoughts on it, and we can leave it in the past. We're really trying to tough it through. And then trying to get through that is where the real challenge, but the real growth happens, right? So this is definitely something that you sound super, super passionate about. So may I ask why? Why is this something that is so important to you and that you love to help others with? You know, because it's been interesting. I've been looking back on my journey in terms of as an athlete, as an entrepreneur, and there have been definitely times where I've been like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. You know, where it just was so frustrating or even not even as an entrepreneur wanting to just be done as an entrepreneur, but, you know, going after a goal and there's some setbacks and I'm like, I'll do it later, you know? So I've had those moments. And when I look back over, you know, pushing through them, you know, with soccer, you hear all the highlights, but it's like, I've been thinking about and just been writing story in the next book. And, you know, I didn't make a team. There was a time where I didn't make a team. something else to me, you know, maybe I would have quit. And then I wouldn't have had this incredible life of like, just amazing moments as an athlete, if when I was frustrated in that time, I did quit, right. So I'm just so passionate about because I truly believe and I think so many people can relate to this. When you look back over your life, the times that you wanted to quit, and you didn't is where you ended up having such a great reward in whatever way as a reward in terms of growth as a person reward in terms of new experiences, a breakthrough on your business, you know, so often when people want to quit something, they're right on the edge. They can just push through right on the other side of that is some incredible something, success of some sort. So I just want to encourage people to do that because I do believe if if more people push through those tough times without quitting when they were feeling low, 
it just, what can happen as community and in terms of just inspiring others will be huge. And, and it'll be a massive ripple effect too, because when we start living in our greatness, it naturally attracts and creates that excitement for other people to realize I can do it too. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's hundred percent true. Um, I don't know if you know much about my story. I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but I'm a former foster kid. Um, and then I also be, got into business. I started a virtual assistant agency after my job told me I had two days to give birth and then I have to go back to work. Yeah. So that, hear that part, oh my isn't God. that insane? Yeah. So imagine, and I had a very hard birth and, or I, my pregnancy, we actually had multiple miscarriages. And so I knew Mm -hmm. that it was going to be a hard pregnancy and she ended up being a preemie. She is amazing now. She's seven, Mm -hmm. but that's what started me in business. And so I think sometimes with that story, especially it's like, I quit my job right then and there. So, but my quitting, that wasn't the thing. If I didn't start looking for ways to make money from home, I would be nowhere where I am now. So instead Mm -hmm. of just like, taking what they said to me and just rolling with it. I decided, even though I technically quit, I made a change and found a new direction. So I think sometimes quitting isn't necessarily black and white. It's also just about maybe adjusting your path, you know, not necessarily giving up. Maybe there's something that you're not, you know, you're, you're having a lot of negative emotions with what you're doing right now. You're like, I'm not passionate about it. No, you might be actually passionate about something, a different part of it, but still that you just have to change your direction. What are, yeah, isn't that amazing? What are some things that you would tell people maybe when they're at that point, what should they do to really push through? Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought that up because that is something I can, I, I wrote a chapter in the book talking about that because I can hear people when they see the title going, never quit on that. Wait, what do you mean? I can never quit something. No, no, not at all. Like in that case though, what's so powerful about your story, Natalie, is it wasn't, you were just quitting. And as you said, rolling over or just rolling over and staying there, you transitioned into something, you moved forward into something else. And I think that's something that's so important because there are times when you need to quit. If it's a lifestyle or some sort of habit, that's not serving you. Absolutely. Right. If it's a relationship, you know, if it's even in some ways a career, if you're not growing or you're feeling you set, you came into a certain career or business to do something and you've done it and you're no longer growing, then it might be time to transition into something else. But I think the key in that is to move forward into something else. You're making a conscious decision to move forward because what you want your life to be looks like something different. And I think that's where it's so important to know, well, where are you headed? Right. Like for you in that moment, with your job it was like hold on a second my priority is my family right and you so you moved forward leaving the job behind yes quitting the job but moving forward to create that lifestyle for yourself and your family right and so I think that's something really important for people to to evaluate and pause and go well what do I want my life to look for look like in the next two years or five years and is what I'm doing right now helping me move towards that because if so okay work through it, right? If there's tough stuff, work through it. If it's not taking you closer where you want to be, then it's time to kind of evaluate that. It might be time to either add something to your portfolio that's going to help you get there while you continue doing what you're doing or transition into to something altogether different. Yeah, that's, that's a really, really good point. And I think when it comes down to it, it's like, to me, finding the new job or the new, you know, career path and the old at the basis, they're both making money, right? So I didn't quit giving up on money. I quit, you know, where my loyalties laid. But um, I think it's really like, like you said, it's like goal planning, right? It's so, Mm -hmm. so important. I know we've mentioned it 
quite a bit in every different episode, but it's really cool because, you know, I've had a financial planner mention goal planning. I've had business coaches mentioning goal planning. I think we had um, this guy that's business was walking on fire mentioning goal, goal planning. So you can see the common denominator in all my guests is goal planning, set those goals, work towards them, keep on going. You said, and you know, and sometimes do you ever find that your goals change? Yes and no. I think, cause one of the things I work on an activity and I, I, it's called your, your dream day. And I was part of doing, doing this activity many, many years ago. And at the time I was nowhere near close to living my dream day. And I've enhanced over the years. I have a workbook that goes through in more detail, but the gist of it is it to, and I want the listeners to do this is to get a pen and paper, or you can get the workbook is available on Amazon. And basically what you're doing is you're writing down your dream day from the moment you open your eyes in the morning to the moment you close them. What does a dream day look like for you in, in all capacities and, and really making sure you're getting into the feeling and the other keys you have to write in present tense. So that's a really powerful activity. I did it many years ago and I've done it and continue to do it. And I encourage people to do it because it helps give you that clarity. And to answer your question about, do you find your goals change? The reason I say yes and no is because how you accomplish certain things, that route might change. But at the end of the day, there's certain things that for me were very important that every time I've redone my dream day, it's still in there. And that's having the freedom and flexibility to kind of control my own dream day. What do I do? Where do I do it from in terms of my health? You know, I have certain goals in there in terms of my dream day that I've written about my health and fitness and how I feel physically and and emotionally and spiritually and running relationships. And so those things there's consistency in them. That being said, again, how I get there might change, right? So in terms of businesses and opportunities and, you know, big thing for me and one of my core values is helping people. And so I can help people in different ways, but that's throughout everything I do, I am still helping people. So how I do it might be a little bit different and shift, but at the end of the day, the underlying principle is the same. That's awesome. That was just a thought that popped up in my head. So I was like, yeah, how about you though? That's it's a great question though, because it makes you think for a second. It's like, okay, well, yeah, like the goal, the actual goal has changed a bit. However, the underlying part of it is yeah. is the same. Do you find for you it's similar or yeah, different? I, I haven't actually looked, I don't think they've ever really changed. So I think that maybe I've added things to that, but I haven't necessarily removed something and be completely opposite. So, but I actually want to look at my journals now and try to figure out what happened to see if that has ever happened. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, you said in a lot of times, my overall goals are very broad. Um, some, mm-hmm. some, sometimes it could be like traveling to like a certain location, but sometimes that location might change, but really it was traveling. That was like what I really wanted. So I think sometimes it's, you know, that it's a broader term it is all, always there, but just the tiny details might change a bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, where can we find out more about you, who you are, what you do, where can we find you on social media as well? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is neverquitonabadday.com. Super simple to remember. And when you go there to visit, you can actually enter your email, you get a free chapter from the book. I chose this chapter specifically because it's all about belief and the language, what we're saying to ourselves. And because it's so powerful, what we're saying to ourselves, is it helping us move forward towards our goals or is it pulling us back or holding us back? So that chapter is available for anyone. Visit the website, you can grab that. The book is available on Amazon. In terms of social media, again, 
super simple. Instagram, Facebook, it's just never quit on a bad day. So uh, you can find me there and connect with me there. I love to hear what people are working on, what goals, how we can support them and just cheer them on on their journey. And, you know, just encouraging people to keep moving forward. Even if you're going through a little tough season, it might be a tough day, a tough moment, a tough season, push through that because on the other side, there's just so much greatness and growth that happens. So true. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. And we'll talk to you guys next time on the Virtual Antics Podcast.